and Sholly, what is up? Hanging out on this snowy day over at Workwear Union. I'm Chaz Wagner. Again, this is Ann Sholly. We're in Work Bar Union Square, and we're going to talk about today on the launching and the birth of the clubhouse. The clubhouse. The clubhouse. This is the latest project from um, my company, Rally Sports, but other awesome individuals have been getting involved, including Anne and her buddy, Kevin DeRosa who's coming by in a little bit, and so many other amazing people from Somerville and Cambridge and all over, and it's um, it's really exciting to work with all these people. Um, it's intimidating and overwhelming, and it's difficult, and that is mainly the reason why we're sitting down to chat today about the, the journey we're going through. The real deal. The grind, the struggle, um, the mess. It's it's not uh it's not pretty, but, but it's exciting. It is exciting. So, um, kind of paint the picture or set the scene for people. Um, signed a lease at this place on Somerville Ave. It's four seventy one Somerville Ave. It is pretty much right across the street from Brooklyn Boulders, an aeronaut, and Artisan Asylum. Somebody called that Innovation Row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that, what they're going for these days. That's what they're going for. Yeah. Duck Village. Um, it's an old auto repair shop. It was unlimited auto body for years. And then Intelligent, a fly-by-night <laughs> hail storm repair company, was in there for a few months. No permit. Didn't get any approval or permitting from the city. And they shut them down very quickly um, when they learned about that. But it's been vacant since the end of September, and we were able to get in there, sign a lease, and we, t- we started February 1st, and the, the lease goes until August 31st of 2017. 18 months. 18. Um, and so many moving parts uh, from getting the proper permitting with the city, unlike Intelligent, where they didn't, to fixing up the building. Um, we're not going to do too much work because it's a short-term lease and it doesn't make that much sense to put a ton of improvements and repair into it. And people kind of like, the more people we show, they enjoy the rugged, industrial, bare-bones feel of it. But we want to play by the rules because we want the city to appreciate what we're trying to do. Yes, and our buddy at this point, Max McCarthy up there, what he's did he call side. it? He's on Anne? our side. He called it the Somerville Lawn on D. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, I wish we had the the kind of funds and resources <laughs> that Lawn on D was playing around with. I know Lawn on D, they charge for a night or for a day to rent out Lawn on D, $18,000. Holy smokes. I think we'll, we'll charge people 180 bucks <laughs> or more for the, this is for the people, One not... Time. Not for uh, Fortune 500 companies. Not um, But today we, I submitted a certificate of occupancy form up with the city. That's an important step of getting into their system and getting in the docket to meet with planning and zoning. Getting and occupied. Getting occupied. Getting the peeps 
uh, in there and having having a good time. Um, what else, Anne? We've there's a lot of stuff going on. Got the certificate of occupancy. Um, working with some ADA bathrooms. That's been an interesting obstacle. Right. Well, well, um, talk about that more. Whether we need whether we need t- tell for people that don't know what ADA. Yes, bathroom. ADA is an acronym that I do not know what it stands for, but it has to do with handicap accessibility. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to figure out is the metrics that determine whether or not you need a space to be ADA compliant and whether it applies to the bathrooms or the entrance. Um, the space right now is very accessible for wheelchairs to get in and out of, but the bathrooms, the doors are too narrow. So the big question is whether or not the bathrooms will have to be remodeled to accommodate handicap access. Right. And um, it's really on that, you know, a lot of retail shops and art galleries do not need to be AD compliant because they don't um, offer a public bathroom. Correct. It's just um, when you're staff, saying... staff and, and the workers, or it's a private bathroom. But when you are offering a public bathroom and it's um, that's when ADA compliance is is called and, upon. And I believe when you're selling food and drink or when you have totally. food or drink, that also changes the game because you need to be able to offer a bathroom. And if you offer a bathroom to the public, then it needs to be handicap accessible. So mm-hmm. it's a matter of finding out a way to not have to renovate the bathrooms because that would be very expensive. Yeah, it's cost prohibitive and uh, time time is not on our side with a short-term lease. Um, but I think one of the phrases we keep using is uh, it's a gray area. Right. So, you know, we're retail and art gallery, but sort of a place of assembly and hanging out. And that's that gray area where if people are hanging out, and spending a few hours, does it necessitate um, and call for an ADA compliant bathroom? So, where Max is helping us to um, get some of those answers on how to move forward, as well as Al up at uh, in Inspectional Services up at the City of Somerville. Um, yesterday, we had the guys from Studio Fresh. They're based down in Southie, and they do amazing murals for you know a lot of top brands here in town they did uh one of the main walls in the george foreman gym in fort point so cool they've worked with 47 brand they've worked with converse they did uh down east how did you meet these guys uh i got an intro to dana who's one of the partners there okay it's dana wolf and josh falk or folk Maybe be botching his last name. Good Those name. guys share a studio in Southie with uh, Jay from Anti Designs. And okay. Jay is a screen printer and comes up with uh, awesome prints and shirts for a lot of... Got to get him involved, too. Totally. He, he helped print the... Jay helped print the Larry Bird mustache awesome. print for the, the pop-up. But yeah, Jay's, Jay introduced me to those guys, the Fresh Studio... They came by the place yesterday at 3 p.m. and uh, took a look at our front front brick wall that's facing Somerville Ave. And they were pretty inspired 
and pretty uh, envious even envious they they said i'm jealous man i'm jealous that uh you got this kind of wall and this opportunity so we're going to try and dana called it set the tone for for the building by giving people a little hint and a little sliver of of uh visually um with that wall of what's to come so there's that brick wall that we can work with there's five five garage doors three uh, in front and two on the side that have the opportunity to be tagged up and uh, they're they're excited we you know it's it's not uh, they're talented so it's not um, <laughs> it's not free free art where hey just put your this is exposure for you guys they're at a point where um, they you know they charge a, a pretty penny so we need to figure out the right right number for them to yeah. get involved um but they're they're excited i think it was good to meet them in person for the first time tell more about the clubhouse's vision what we want to do out of there and uh hear more about their work how do they do they when they work with garage doors do they take the garage doors off and paint them or do they paint them as is they'll paint them white or you know in our case they'll clean up the door okay so it has a fresh coat fresh, or a clean palette clean palette and then they'll uh work from canvas. that clean fresh canvas yeah, fresh yeah. canvas there we go i mean you could even they said you could board up you know that door on the le- uh, left side of the building that is we're okay. not going to open up yeah we could put um cork board or ah. uh another material down because we're not going to be opening up a dartboard. A dartboard. Gotta have a dartboard, and then somewhere. they and then they can uh, they can work from. That's just a different surface that could be cool, unique, and different from how the other ones are looking. Okay. Studio Fresh guys, and then my friend Justine came in right after uh, right after Dana and, and Josh were over, and she's uh, an interior designer in the process of becoming an you know qualified is she in school where is she's she? in school i forget uh she has a day job and then she's taking classes at night and on the weekends but get her in there to get some ideas take a look at the place we kind of did some sketching of of i told you on the phone yesterday of how we could have different pockets and pods throughout the throughout the space the main garage space yes One's a more of a lounge and hangout area mm-hmm. on that far left side. The right side is where this, the projector will be. Yep. That's where the video and the entertainment will be. And, uh, you know, have a bar set up um, in there. You yeah, know, that's for talk, selling. Talk about a blank canvas. There's Totally. That's part of the great greatness of the space is the really ability to do kind of anything mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. But also how to make it sort of flow and how to make the room broken up into different sections that feel welcoming and approachable. Yeah. Yeah, you want to give people... Uh, they might not want to watch a game or the film the whole time. They want to exactly. be able to break off, as you said, and have another portion of the pl- pl- space and, and go do their thing. Um, we were talking about the ceilings. We're mm. still figuring out how to... You know what to paint the walls, how to treat the ceilings. Mm-hmm. One thing Justine and I were talking about was, can we do the beams 
up above in the ceilings a different color. Ah. So if we do the ceilings black, which that's what we're gunning for right now. Yep. Because we want to hide just kind of all the crap. Sure. <laughs> and crumminess up there. But could we do uh, the beams a white or a gold for black and gold up there for my a nod to Pittsburgh? <laughs> So that, that that was just an interesting Yeah, I like it. How did the how did the space look when Kevin was doing power washing? Power uh, washing has been a a big step. Yeah. It's it's necessary, but it looks like hell right now. Really? Cuz what is, what is the point of power washing? Is it to strip the paint or is it just to wash the wall? Wash I mean because it's an old auto repair shop, there you know, we'll call it there's some lead and <laughs> It's to get some of that gunk. The f- <clears throat> I don't know if I go as far as say fumes. I don't know if they're still in there, but remove gunk. Um, a place needs washed, um, so it's a lot of that. It's it's um, it's cracking off and it's falling off the paint. The paint. Yeah. So that we can put um, our first coat of of paint on there to get a base layer. But as Kevin said. We could power wash the place to death, and we could just keep washing and washing and washing, and it's not going to look very different. No, no, we'll. Uh, it's he said he's coming by in a little bit. Good to get um, some paint on there to see how it sticks. Yeah, and how it holds. Cool. And when? What's the plan this weekend? Depending on. <laughs> The heat went out a couple of days ago, so it's cold in there. The heat went out. Yeah, it's uh, this is part of the shit show. Part of the process. It's a uh, we had I had some issues, Zanos, with um, sending money to the landlord of the place and how the money was supposed to be sent. He initially asked for a, a check in the mail. And we believe that the landlord's email was hacked and uh, a hacker asked for the funds to be wire transferred. And it's super scary, it's creepy, I'm spooked out by it, of uh, a lot of money could have been, potentially could have gone missing. Which is... I would offer has gone missing. a mistake that anyone could have made because it came from his email. It, it was from same from the email. same thread. It had the same cadence as emails that they had exchanged before. So he spoke in the same type of language. Um, Chas has been primarily emailing with him and not calling. So it, it Chas had also double checked. He said, "Hey, are you sure?" You know, he it, about the account name. Yes, you did all the right things. It it it's just a. Uh, reality of this day that we live in and it's an important lesson I guess for anyone who's listening too yeah it's uh, looking at it hindsight 2020 I was going with my roommate last night through the thread it wasn't you can see the kicker when the hacker or the spammer comes in it's not the best English okay grammar is is definitely off looking at it now yeah I say, oh my god, this is this is obvious, you know, somewhat obvious. But <clears throat> I, as a tenant, I wanted to get the 
You want to close deals. I wanted to close deals, which we'll talk about that line in a little bit. I wanted to start the lease and push forward, and I didn't want to give Scott any second guessing that I might not be a a worthy tenant or totally. for him to um, consider, you know, pulling pulling the deal off the table. So I'm working with my bank and their their fraud department to uh, recoup the funds uh, somehow, some way. It's it's I didn't I didn't sleep well last night. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, that's that's part of the part of the journey, part of the mess. Um, what Ann was saying, closed deals is going to be our tagline and our mantra for the clubhouse, because when you walk in that front left room. There's a little sliver, this little teeny, 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 tiny window on the right <laughs> wall that you can look into the paint room. And on that little window is in scraggly black magic marker, very faint, <laughs> really hard to see, but you can see it. Close deals, exclamation point. And uh, we're going to make t-shirts, we're going to... It's going to be a whole campaign, and uh, that's going to be the secret handshake and the uh, secret message to get for our secret parties, closed deals. So if you're listening right now, you're, you're set. You're in. For the three people that are going to listen to this first episode. Um, Ooh, who are those three people? Well, well, and are you one of them? And am I one of them? For sure. We'll get Pete to listen. Okay, that's three. Kevin. Yep. Uh, we'll... we'll We'll pay a few people with the limited money left to listen. Maybe throw up a five dollar Facebook ad and get get some people. Social media. We gotta talk about social media. When do we start talking about the clubhouse to the public? Which avenue? Do we start That's up a its good own? Question. Do we start up its own I don't know. Identity or is it under Rally Sports? Do we start talking about it on Rally Sports' Facebook page and then mm-hmm. give birth to the clubhouse on its own page? Hopefully it doesn't take nine months to give birth to uh, the clubhouse. <laughs> that would be atrocious. Everything good up there? Yep. And uh, Anne's the space manager at, at Work Bar Union and we're in the main conference room, so she's trying to see if anyone's coming in today um that's a good question about social media what is the strategy i'm a huge proponent of you pick one channel and just just go all in and say here's where we're gonna communicate because when you try and do twitter good and facebook and instagram and snapchat you're too scattered i think facebook is lame yeah and I think Twitter and Instagram are where it's at. Okay. They have good integration. Yep. You can't really Good tweet. integration with what? Well, you, you mean... can't really tweet on Instagram, but you can definitely Instagram on and your then Twitter. It, and then it flows over to Twitter. Yeah. Um, I think people like condensed information. I think people like pictures over words. Totally. Um, the place is visual. It's, it's a lot of space and it's... So... Yeah, I, th- I feel like a strong Twitter. Str- well, what if it started strong visually and then it <clears throat> goes through Instagram and then evol- you know, it, it also makes its way onto uh, Twitter? 
I like it. You could start talking about it on Rally Sports because you have mm-hmm. that following. Yeah. How about uh, email newsletter? What's your take there? I like it. Yeah. How many recipients do you have right now? Recipients. Sounds so official. Uh, How many people on your email list do you have right now? Right around 500. Okay. But I've, I'm, I haven't... I haven't worked my the email list hard. There's more people. It's weird. There's more people that could be added or that I could consider on the list. You know, friends or people that want to be part of this project um, are not on the email list. But if I slapped them on, on the email list, yeah, I don't think they would take offense to it or oh, unsubscribe. Yeah. Got to do that. And what we're learning with all of this, this would be a good example of ask for forgiveness. And people can not always unsubscribe. S- not seek permission. So there, um, we can extend it out. That number could be higher um, once once we uh, send send the first few and, newsletters. Um, is there on Rally Sports? Could you? It do, Rally Sports has a newsletter. Mm-hmm. Is that where you're counting from? Yeah. Cool. What's something, yeah. social media, we, it, it's so noisy, it's hard mm-hmm. to break through the clutter. What is, what's an interesting angle or how do we, uh, how do we stand out? How, mm-hmm. how does, how is it different than all the other brands that are trying to get people's attention and get them to click and follow along? Really good quality pictures mm-hmm. with um, just the right amount of narrative that's engaging. So how are you thinking in this context? Making it pretty real, almost like a... Like, I was I was looking at Humans of New York today, yeah, which is sort of old, I guess, but they still are killing it. Yeah. And I was thinking what makes it so appealing They're is old. that... Well, you know, it's old no, news. Yeah. It's, been a, it's like Facebook. It, yeah. it had its yeah. it had its heyday. Nobody's really talking about humans of New York anymore. But what I was admiring is how the pictures are great, but then I always read the full caption, too, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. a paragraph. Yeah. Because if you don't read the, the caption, then you kind of miss out on what the story yep. is behind the photograph. Mm-hmm. So it made me think, like, you know, for a company or a project like this, to have a compelling photograph and then a description that gives justice to the photograph. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are we trying to explain here? Right. Not something that's going to, you know, beat someone over the head with what you're going through, but um, the people who will be following along are going to be really eager to learn about the process. Mm-hmm. So. It's sort of that. Kicks, um, Kickstarter updates why people yeah. back projects on there. They want a reward or they want something in return, but I've talked to several people and I'm the same way. You are buying into the story or the oh, no. journey and seeing those updates is uh, is a main reason why you, is, is part, partly why you do it. Yeah. And uh, they, I think Instagram or, or visually how we do it or the newsletter, you're just sending updates of like, here's where we are. 
here's what's happening. Because if you're investing in a Kickstarter campaign, you don't just want to pay money and never hear. Yeah, you don't want to be in the dark. You want to be can you want to feel like you're investing in the process. Uh huh. Yeah, keep me in the loop. Um, what else to wrap up? We're coming up on twenty-four minutes. We'll try and keep it under thirty minutes. What's the game plan for the weekend? Did I already ask you that? Let's tell let's tell our listeners what I think we're going to try and yeah, we're going to try and get we're getting um a paint spray. Cool. From City Paint in Indian Square. Keeping it local? Yeah. That's what we're all about. Are we're you going at, to use white paint or kills? I don't know Do yet. You know the difference? Uh Kevin would be much better at that. At kills is usually what you put on before you paint it with a different uh, color. Yes. And it's, I think, like incredibly white, like kind of blinding white oh, yeah. bright. Okay. And I think white is a little bit less white. Mm, okay. It's almost like, um, kills is almost like white out. Okay. Hmm. Someone listening to this here? might be <laughs> They've tuned out, yeah. Um, I think this room is white, not kills. Okay. Um... We're, yeah, I don't think for the the ceiling, ceiling, if we stick with black, we're not going to use, you know, kills. Right. That's not white. But um, spray it, spray the ceiling, and see, stuff's going to probably fall off or chip, but at least get something on there. Cool. Um, it is snowing today, you know, pretty heavily. I don't know what, what today um, holds. We'll see how the roof... Today's going to be a work bar day. Yeah. And then tomorrow is uh, get the <clears throat> paint spray going. Um, and the heat. Sp- What's up with the heat again? Uh, it's working with the landlord. We don't we don't know what happened. Another another big fat question mark. And we're also waiting to hear back from Max um, at the city, city of Somerville on... We threw a laundry... Laundry list of questions for him pertaining to food and, you know, what's the situation with food and drink for a private event, for a public event? Um, how do we determine max occupancy? Um, what can we do outside? What of what about hours of operation with, with handling the neighbors and noise complaints? Um, can we have music? Um, so many, so many things to consider. Hoping to get more clarity from him, and that'll help us start putting together our event calendar and um, determining how the place is set up. We need to look at a projector too, because we do want to show games and yep. films. Got to get a good projector. Cool you know, it could be stuff. a used projector. Yeah, it could be like a used sweet projector. Yep, that's one thing for today. We need to look at. Cool. And I did talk to, we talked to Kevin yesterday about um, using concrete leveler Mm. because the place is not fully level. Yeah. About um, filling it where the water has settled. Um, Well, obviously we're going to use a a vac to suck that water out. But then the possibility, which I think we're going to do, is to level it out. Huh. I think it'll be worth it because to throw, put tables and chairs. and If it's an uneven surface, that's going to be a a disaster. That sounds good. Yeah, this has been a, a a good first podcast experience for me. We got to get it out there. 
Got to get it out there somewhere. So yeah, the one scattered thing, as it may be. The one thing, we've been all over the place. We'll get more of an agenda and <laughs> format. Maybe people like this. Hey. Bouncing all around. Uh, we went to the, it was neat to go to the Union Square Main Streets meeting yesterday. Yes. You, you go on a normal basis. I go. This was the first time I went. Um, now as a Union Square business, business owner. owner. And it's great to meet, I know, a decent amount of people, like Ryan and Kim from Loyal Supply. Katrina and Josh are opening Juliet, but just to be in there and hear of everyone's challenges and, and struggles and being a an independent business owner in the area um, was really I think that was a it's a tight knit group. We all need to lean on each other for for support. So we're gonna wrap up. Thank you for listening, all you single digits number of people. <laughs> All right, signing off. Until next time. Until next time, all you have to do is close deals, and you're part of the crew, the club clubhouse crew. I like that. Clubhouse. Figure crew? out what the clubhouse crew entails. Okay. It's a membership group. Is it invite only? Clubhouse crew or clubhouse collective is where it's at. Close deals. Peace. <laughs>